University of Virginia Health System, we're for sharing the latest health information from top minds to keep you and your family healthy. With UVA Health System Radio, here's Melanie Cole. One of the most serious warning signs of a stroke is a transient ischemic attack, or TIA. What are those symptoms that you should really be aware of so that you can get the help you need as quickly as possible? My guest is Dr. Brad Worrell. He's board-certified neurologist who specializes in stroke care, including transient ischemic attacks. Welcome to the show, Dr. Worrell. Tell us a little bit about what a TIA is and what are those symptoms that people really need to be aware of? Uh, Good morning. Thank you for having me. Uh, A TIA should be considered a warning for a stroke, and therefore the symptoms of a TIA are exactly the same as what you might expect with a stroke. So these symptoms would be weakness, numbness, clumsiness, loss of vision in one eye or on one side, and these symptoms would be things that come on very suddenly, like a light switch being thrown. What do you do if, if, you know, people think, oh, they've just had too much to drink, their speech is slurred, or they're, you know, people don't catch these symptoms maybe right away. So who would be more likely to catch the symptoms, the person suffering them or the people they're with? Actually, it can go either way. So a patient experiencing a TIA um, may be talking and all of a sudden their speech comes out garbled or they're trying to uh, prepare a meal and all of a sudden their hand isn't working. Um, And so they may be the first to be aware of it. However, some of the symptoms of stroke and TIA can actually make recognizing that that's what's going on difficult. So as you said, somebody slurring their speech may be interpreted as as, uh, being tired or uh, being drunk or being confused. Um, And there is a form of, of uh, stroke symptom called neglect where you actually are not even aware that there's anything wrong. So these are sometimes called mini-strokes, these TIAs. Is it going to lead automatically to a much larger stroke, or can they be little warning signs that would build up to that? Um, excellent question. I am somebody who does not like the term mini-stroke because mini implies small, and these are not necessarily small at all. Um, A uh, TIA may come on with all of the symptoms that uh, would be present in a stroke, uh, and the thing that is important is they go away, and that is what distinguishes a TIA from a stroke. We used to think that TIAs were... Uh, a good thing, you know, you you almost had a stroke, but you didn't, that's great, pat uh, someone on the head and say, uh, go home, come back in a couple of days, and we'll figure out why this happened. Well, indeed, we found out that uh, TIAs are a very grave warning sign, uh, and that the risk of having a stroke or dying uh, in the next two days is greatest. And so, therefore, uh, we most frequently admit people with TIA to the hospital Uh, to evaluate them very rapidly to figure out why and try to prevent that threatened stroke. 
you know, so it sounds like it's just such a great red flag for physicians to be able to see this and hopefully get at it as opposed to a major stroke that happens with no warning and then you have to treat it. So how do you treat a TIA and what are you looking for? Well, during the, uh, if the symptoms are still going on, it's impossible to know whether the symptoms will be transient or permanent. And so the initial evaluation is identical to what we might do if somebody is in the midst of having a stroke. So uh, obtain, uh, check, make sure the person is stable, blood pressure, uh, breathing, etc. And then rapid neurologic examination to determine if there are any uh, lingering uh, problems. As we talked about, the patient themselves may not be aware of everything, so they may think everything has gotten better but perhaps it has not, and that would be very important because we do have the clot buster that we can use to try to reverse a stroke that's in the process of happening. If the symptoms have completely resolved, then it's still important to get a picture of the brain to see if there has been any permanent damage because even if the symptoms go away, there could be uh, damage done to the brain. And then the final a crucial part is to look for the mechanism or cause of the TIA, and that may be hardening of the arteries, atherosclerosis, causing a blockage in the neck. That is one of the more common causes of TIA and uh, potentially very devastating uh, cause of stroke. It can be caused by atrial fibrillation, an irregular heartbeat, that allows a blood clot to form in the heart that can then break loose and go up and block a blood vessel in the brain. Um, there are other mechanisms of stroke um, that we would also need to identify and rapidly start medication to try to lower the risk of uh, stroke in that person that's presented with a TIA. So that would include things like aspirin or other medications that make uh, the platelets, little cell fragments in the blood that can stick together and cause a clot uh, from being so sticky, treating risk factors like hypertension, diabetes, high cholesterol, counseling patients to stop smoking, uh, which is one of the most modifiable risk factors for stroke. Um, and then if they're one of these specific causes that I mentioned, such as hardening of the artery in the neck, uh, which would be treated uh, most commonly by either surgery to remove that blockage or using a stent to try to open that blockage up, or um, if the patient has been determined to have atrial fibrillation, um, instead of using uh, antiplatelet agent, a uh, blood thinner such as Coumadin or one of the newer agents uh, to dramatically reduce the risk of stroke in the setting of atrial fibrillation would be of great importance. You've given us such great information. If you feel that someone is suffering a TIA or you yourself are, is it the same as having a stroke? Do you want them to call 911 and, and time is brain? Does all of that apply for a TIA? Absolutely. Um, again, as I said, because we don't know whether the symptoms are indeed completely gone or how quickly they might return, 
Um, I mentioned that the period of greatest risk is actually in the first two days, and we think that risk is uh, greater, closer to the TIA. So the faster you get to the hospital, uh, the better chance you have of catching somebody before they go on to have a stroke. So I would absolutely encourage uh, anyone who thinks they might be having a TIA to call 911 and get to the emergency room immediately. Um, And uh, it is very important to go to the emergency room. You can call your primary care provider or your neurologist if you have one once you get there. Because again, if the symptoms come back, you may not be able to communicate any longer. Um, and it is of crucial importance that people get to the emergency room. In just the last minute or so, Dr. Worrell, would you please give the listeners your best advice on prevention or recognizing TIA and why patients should come to the UVA Stroke Center for their care? Uh, I'll take that in in, uh, three parts. The recognition, as I've said, anything that uh, affects particularly one side of the body particularly coming on suddenly. Um, So weakness, numbness, clumsiness, loss of vision, difficulty speaking or difficulty being understood. Any of those symptoms that come on suddenly without an explanation uh, should be considered stroke symptoms, uh, potential TIA, and uh, should get to the hospital immediately. Um, Prevention, I uh, talked about some of the risk factors that are important for uh, stroke and TIA. High blood pressure. Uh, We know that lowering blood pressure as little as uh, three to five points can substantially lower the risk of having a stroke. Uh, Diabetes, uh, high cholesterol, smoking, atrial fibrillation. Uh, These are all modifiable risk factors uh, that Uh, patients and their doctors uh, can work together to try to lower their stroke risk. Uh, At the University of Virginia, uh, we have been uh, providing acute stroke care for decades. Uh, It's a highly uh, specialized team that involves everyone from the pre-hospital ambulance providers uh, all the way through the inpatient stroke service, uh, the neurocritical care unit, Uh, and to our rehab hospital. So there is a comprehensive uh, uh, care provided at UVA for stroke patients. And so anyone with a TIA or stroke uh, should come to the University of Virginia for rapid evaluation. Time is brain. It is absolutely crucial that uh, we get the opportunity to try to reverse any damage that's in the process of happening. Thank you so much. And for more information on the UVA Stroke Center, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening. Mm -hmm.